0: What is up, Survivors, and welcome back to the Surviving the Cancel podcast. Um, today is day 45. Now, this entire season was supposed to be 28 days till success. So, at day 45, we are about at 17 days into overtime or something like that. And believe me, no success has been achieved. It's actually been 21 days since I uh, made the last podcast episode. And, you know, that, hap- you know, that happens sometimes, man. You know, I I, you know, I always, first, first of foremost over-predict, you know, overestimate how quickly I can move and how quickly I can get things done. But I also overestimate, you know, how disciplined I can be, man. There are a lot of times, just to admit, you know, like this recent stint of 21 days where I just... Like, I just got to cool down. Like, I just shut down and forget to keep the fire on and forget, you know, you watch a motivational video at night and you're like, okay, I'm going to go forth and bust through all these walls and get it done. And then a few days later, you forget the motivation. You forget the the drive and desire to get things done. So that's a little bit of what happened. But, uh, you know, I didn't stop doing things. I just stopped making podcast episodes like I should have been. Now, for a while, I did stop doing things. Maybe like a few days or stuff, or something like that, but I've been on top of it and grinding, working, and having epiphanies the entire time, and so I'm going to catch you up to a little bit of what, you know, I've been thinking and experiencing in the time period since I left, uh, and so let's get to that, so the first, the main thing is that the summit is uh, almost finished, okay, we, you can actually register for the summit, the Surviving the Cancel Summit at www.survivingthecancel.com, it's completely free to register and sign up and essentially what the summit is it's going to be 15 to 30 insanely wealthy and insanely influential speakers um, who are you know owners of some of the biggest social movements in the world and uh, essentially what I ask them on the summit is how they built their social movements okay um, I actually have a specific question that I ask them, but I don't really have it in front of me. It's actually on the landing page at www.survivingthecancel.com. If you go down the landing page and read the sales letter, it actually tell you the question that I ask them. I mean, if I were to surmise what it says off top, it's a, you know, the question is, you wake up one day and a bunch of crazy socialists deem you and the idea behind your business canceled, okay? You have 30 days before the loss of uh the loss of peers the loss of your network in gaining of new enemies drive you and your company bankrupt how in 30 days would you you know uh create an entirely new social movement to survive the cancel and essentially what i'm asking these 15 to 30 multi-millionaires and you know influencers mass influencers is how in an era where you're being an individual and your personal you know opinions aren't really safe to to announce to the public uh which it hasn't been since the beginning of time if you hadn't noticed if you if you've ever had an unpopular opinion you know i would offer that in the past it's been more dangerous to admit that you have an unpopular opinion um But how would you take those unpopular opinions in a cancel culture era and make a social movement so strong that it converts even the people who hate you and don't like your opinion? You know, um, the same way I always say Donald Trump did in 2016. People hated him and they didn't like his opinion, but he was able to convert a big enough crowd before the election actually ended to uh, or actually began um in order to survive the cancel so that's essentially what i'm asking how do these people who have actually done it because a lot of these influencers have actually influencers have actually done it how would they do it again and how would they break it down step by step and week by week and day by day and uh yeah that's what surviving the cancel is all about and um once again you can register for that summit at www.survivingthecancel.com it'll teach you everything about because one of the critical components of making mass movements is actually having the capital to is actually having making the movement profitable okay and so that you can use the profits to actually expand the movement further okay because making things happen in reality requires some cash Uh, so essentially the question is how are these people making social businesses where the point of the business is to make movements and make impact on society and change people on a deep level but at the same time there's a business you know that that you know, that that obviously produces profit for the movement and for the owner of the movement himself. Um, because every movement I think needs capital to actually work. And so, again, you can register for the summit www.survivingthecancel.com. Uh, so just log into the website and read the sales page. Uh, fact, it tells a lot of stuff on there, and then you can just enter your email address. That's all that's required your name and email address. and uh, you'll be part of the summit it'll also show you where you can join the Surviving and Cancel Facebook group but I want to talk a little bit more in this podcast episode about Surviving and Cancel because while I've been going a lot you know a lot of times I've been thinking through a lot of things and this is one of the things that I was thinking about today I got up this morning and I walked downstairs and uh, I, you know, I, I just intended on enjoying my morning and uh, you know that's how it you know and listening to music and so that's how it was going at first i was walking around you know the parking garage taking in the sunlight this was about 10 a.m or something like that just enjoying the day uh but long story short i ended up on the side of the parking garage cars are driving by and all types of stuff and i'm crying like i'm sobbing like a little kid on the side of the parking garage and the reason for that is, well, <laughs> this is also not the first time this week but i was listening to this song Mortal Man by Kendrick Lamar, and I can't, I can't, I can't begin to describe what this song and what To Pimp a Butterfly as an album, as an idea, means to me, like, it means almost more than anything, you know, but this song Mortal Man, the reason it means so much and the reason it touched me so deep is because one of the primary themes of the song is, you know, uh, just this idea of when you decide to be yourself, when you decide to be an individual, how hard it is you know and it's hard because of a lot a lot of society will turn against you the moment you leave the mainstream way of thinking and you align with who you are your individual and unpopular opinions a lot of society don't like that and they will try to you know First, ignore you. But then when you start to have success and build from your individuality and your own personal personal beliefs, they'll try to actually harm you and hurt you and cancel you and stop you from doing that. You know, I was having a conversation with my girlfriend the other day. We were driving down the, high, the highway and we were talking about how, <clears throat> you know, perpetually in Hollywood, you know, artists go there and die. You know they don't literally die, but the the art their artistic you know touches even even in music in the music industry the artistic touches that people you know that that make people unique and define them as artists and their ideas and opinions that you know um, they go on to these places and they sell out, but they don't really have a choice because the big companies within these industries force them once they acquire the rights to their music and their their footage and things like in their films they force them to sell out because they want to make money. And being an individual and being unique, it's not always profitable. You know, there have been so many different, you know, cases of people saying, yeah, they asked me to change the plot of the film to make it more generic and more cookie cutter because they want to sell, essentially. Uh, and, you know, what these companies know and what these artists know and what the story is reflecting of is the fact that being an individual, having your own unique flair... Having your own personal truth and personal opinions is a thing that's perilous. Being an artist, whether you're an entrepreneur, because that is an artist, whether you're somebody that's a musician, a film artist, an actor, an actress, whatever you are, it's a perilous path. You know, I remember, you know, uh, when I was, I only went to homecoming twice in high school. It was in my sophomore year and my senior year. And I remember my senior year, it was uh, in 2014 okay and i remember uh was it in 2000? yeah it had to be in 2014. so i remember that year we was at the prom and no role models by j cole was a brand new song not at the prom the, the homecoming no role models was a brand new song that had just came out and uh you know i remember being in the dance room and they playing all the hits you know all the things that they play on mainstream radio and you know being who I am, I don't. That's not really my vibe. I really wasn't enjoying that type of stuff. And It was cool, but it wasn't, you know, what I want to hear when I go to a party. You know, it's not like a concert that I that's catered to me specifically. But they turned on No Role Models by J Cole, and I remember me and my boy Rashad. We was turned up. We was like, "Oh my god, this is am-. like we was just going crazy." You know, like man, like they playing something like this and here, and then people started leaving the room, and the DJ kind of like turned the music back, and then people started to come back, and I was. I just put in my headphones after that and was dancing to my own music. You know. Uh, but it just goes to show when you make something that's you know, I know understand that no role models is a hit, but it's not exactly mainstream, mainstream. When you make something that's individual, when you make something that's unique and based off your personal opinions and it's aligned with your unpopular opinions and your core values, um, you know, Society is not going to like that. They're going to try to mute you. They're going to try, particularly because that was at a time before the song really hit off and was on the radio and all that, because the album didn't even drop. You know, people aren't going to like that. People want to turn against you. And if you start to gain success to get the ball rolling, a lot of people are going to try to destroy that element of you. Okay. Um, even think of like albums like Frank Ocean's Blonde. A lot of people want to say, oh man, Frank Ocean trash. We don't like Blonde. You know. We like Channel Orange better or The weekends better. they want to name all these artists that are popular and mainstream or NBA young boy, because you know being a real artist and being someone that's unique in what you feel and you align with your personal who you are as a person and not what society wants to make you, um, people don't like that. It's a perilous path to do so. If you're somebody in society, straight is mainstream in society. if you say, "I'm gay." People are going to hate on you for doing that. Who you want to marry is like... Has nothing to do with anybody else. They're still going to hate you. For whatever reason. Because what they feel is right. You understand what I'm saying? If you say I'm an atheist. Which atheists hate on religious people all day. I don't understand why. But anyhow. You know, they're going to hate you. Your family's going to hate you. And what, what the reason this was an emotional experience for me listening to this Temple Butterfly album. And this Mortal Man song... It's because it goes not into not only into how it's a perilous journey to be an artist and express what it is that you really feel, if it's contrary to the mainstream narrative, but it expressed how that ripples all the way down to the family level, you know, you're into your family, to, to your closest levels. You know, it's this line in the song, it says, uh, even though y'all got the same, share the same blood, is it worth the time? Like, who got your best interest? Like, how much are you you dependent? How close are the people that say they love you and who pretending? You know, he's talking about how even the people around you, when society spins a narrative that's contrary to what you have to say or what you feel, and, you know, they feel like it's more advantageous to side with the mainstream narrative, they will even turn against you. You know, and I went through a period of my life, which is documented on this podcast, of when... I went through some of the same things, and everybody that's unique, everybody that's an individual, everybody who is actually themselves is going to go through the same thing. You're going to get canceled at some point by the people that's close to you, by the people that's your blood, by the people that say they love you, and if you're dependent on them particularly, that's going to be a long and hard journey. You know, I got kicked out of my house, you know, in 2019 just for, you know, not wanting to go to school and do the regular thing because I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I wanted to be an artist because I wanted to make music because I wanted to rap Do you understand what I'm saying? And so a lot of people think I might, might think I mean like by surviving the cancel that I'm talking about how you know I'm, I'm defending bad people. I'm defending people who 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 did bad things. But that's not it. I'm defending you and I. I'm defending the artists, the people who get hunted and canceled just for being different, not for being bad, for being different. And so the question for a lot of our, us in a lot of our lifetime becomes, how do we protect the gem that is that is us? that is our you know, our unique ideas and opinions. How do we go through this war with society and with our friends and with our family to protect the innovations that we'll bring to this world? How do we not get beat down? How do we not get jaded? But not only that, how do we take these ideas and make them popular, make them social movements, make them mainstream opinions? What is that process? At one point in time, Christianity didn't even exist and there was some other popular religion, uh, maybe um, um, Islam, because that's, I think, the second biggest religion, that in a lot older than Christianity that, that dominates the world. How do you take this unpopular opinion, Christianity and bloom it into something where it is the most popular, where it is the biggest religion, um, the most adopted religion worldwide, um, or vice versa. If you know, if, if you're a Muslim at this point in time, how do you make that the biggest religion, uh, religion is a little bit sensitive so beyond religion you know uh whatever it is how do you look at your family and friends that you've been talking to for decades and trying to break through this wall and they just don't understand you and you make them understand this idea of entrepreneurialism and not only understand and have the epiphany but become diehard fans of this idea what is that process and uh i was just crying because it, it 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 is an important thing to me and it hits home for me because i know a lot of people are going through that and it's They have their light. Who they are is being dimmed by society. And so that's why I actually put this summit together. Um, Beyond my own personal story, which I think I'll go into in the next episode um, with my cancel. uh, How is it that we can survive the cancel? Take our unpopular opinions and profitably create social movements around them? How can we turn our popular unpopular opinions into a social business? And I've been wondering that all my life. And so I asked 15 to 30, insanely wealthy and influential people, how they've done it, how they've literally done it, how they fought through everything that they had fought through to get to the top and make people die hard fans of the things that they believe in, the things that they know can infinitely change people's life around them. If only they understood so that's what not only the movement Surviving the Cancel is about, but that's also what the summit is about. And like I said, you can register for the summit at www.survivingthecancel.com. You you know, it's a lot of cool, insane bonuses. Like you'll actually get to meet some of these people, uh, but it's only for like the first hundred people. It's a lot of cool, insane bonuses over there on the website. So you want to go there right now, www.survivingthecancel.com. It'll blow you away. Um, in the next episode, I'm going to ca- talk a little bit about You know, my own personal story was, you know, me surviving the cancel and all that. But uh, if you want to learn how to make social movements, uh, profitable social movements or, you know, a social business essentially around your unpopular opinions and therefore create a system that not only harvests capital to create a profit, but harvests capital to create culture, to create diehard fans of a new idea, to create change in the world. You want to go to www.survivingthecancel.com and register for the summit It's absolutely free. Um, and then join the Facebook group so we can all talk and you can share your story because that's one of the first things you're going to do when you get in the Facebook group um, but yeah that's really all I have to say in this episode man this, that, was, that was pretty much my day I mean just realizing how important it is that people know this information because we've been beating at the brick wall trying to explain to people this thing that can even if you've made it already this thing that can change their life um, to have people understand you and rebuild a community around that is is, is such a essential thing in society. And so I want everybody to learn how to do that. Everyone that has an innovation, I want to make sure you get it out into the world in a way where it becomes something of great magnitude. You know, we don't want, you know, to have a movement that's a million dollar movement, a hundred million dollar movement. We want a a movement that's so big, so strong and so profitable that it's a billion dollar beyond movement. And, you know, it's funny because a lot of people think marketing is the way to, make businesses big, but it really is in the social side. It really is in making a social movement. And every business that's a billion-dollar business kind of follows the patterns and strategies that these speakers talked about within this summit. Um, you know, one of the, you know, biggest businesses in the world, Airbnb, the creator, one of the co-founders of that business, Brian Chesky, he actually says this. He says, you don't want to make a billion, you know, a business that a million, be- his formula for making a million dollars business, he said, you don't want to make a business that a million people like. You want to make a business, you want to start with a business that a hundred people love more than anything, that you have diehard fans. And so in this summit, work, we're going to outline to you is how you take your unpopular opinions and make people diehard fans of them, okay, and how you correspond that to a business. www.survivingthecancel.com. I don't want to keep being a dead horse. I don't have much else to say in this podcast, so I'm going to try to be on top of it and post every day. This is the launch and this is the takeover, man. I. I hope y'all down with me on this movement. I hope y'all register for the summit for absolutely free. And I hope to talk to you soon. This is Dallas from Surviving to Cancel. Thanks for listening.